Though I need to address something before we get started. Today, the Golden Boy Peanut Company has struck again. They were so upset, apparently, that I berated them on the previous two episodes. They sabotaged me. I exercise, I got my exercise bike. Had my laptop with me like usual. I take a step out onto my hardwood floor. <clears throat> Sitting there was a can of rancid peanuts. I stepped on the peanuts, slid across my floor. It was like a hockey puck. Went flying. There was a, like a cartoon, like a like that kind of noise. Dropped my laptop, covered in peanuts, and now look at it. Looks pretty cool. It looks uh, sick. A little cool glitch art there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Looks the, like a uh, hallway. Like part of it looks like a hallway with like perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's where the screen is physically cracked, I believe. Uh, so anyway, Golden Boy Peanuts, you have not heard the last of me. Your sponsorship is canceled. I've invoiced you for fifteen hundred dollars. I've yet to receive it. We're going to see how this pans out. So anyway, I'm Dan. David, I'm David as usual. Returning guest, Aaron. How's it going? I'm here again. Brand new guest, Daryl. I'm here for the first time. Hello. Fellas, sorry I was late. It's all right. Um, I was looking at a an action figure online from Target for a pudgy pig. Who? You I guys don't know, know what is. this is? I, I no. don't know what that is. Oh, it's a character from Power Rangers. It's oh, like the original series, or um, to be honest, okay. So I've never watched Power Rangers, but I'm fascinated by this pig because it it's like an angry looking pig. Uh, it's got like tusks coming out, and it has like a Trojan helmet with like the brush on the top, you know. And its its arms and legs are kind of just like coming out of its head, like it doesn't have a body. And the the figure it was holding like a giant knife and fork, and I thought it looked kind of cute, so I wanted to get it for my kitchen, but uh. It's sold out everywhere. Power Rangers collectors Everyone are bananas. Is that not the Ninja Turtles pig? I was thinking it sounded <laughs> like, like a, a member of Guar. Or a Guar member, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I mean, Guar kept it kind of realistic <clears throat> with like their limbs, you know? That's true. That would be have... cool if there was a Guar mask that like their arms and legs just or, came uh, out of. Yeah, it make whatever they were doing musically kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And this thing is called Pudgy Pig? Pudgy Pig. I, I'm asking because I used to be like a Power Rangers fiend. Um, <laughs> okay, so as, this as is much as I'm embarrassed to this say. This is what he looks like. Oh, okay. Oh, you recognize him now? A little bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, he looked familiar to me, too. And even though I'd never seen Power Rangers, I was like, what? what is this He's, guy? I don't remember Pudgy Pig, and I watch like a little bit. I don't think. So you say you were a fiend for Power Rangers? I'll say this. Um,. This is the first time I've told anybody this shit. Um, me and one of my friends, when we were like, maybe like six or seven, we went to, to we had our parents take us to Toys R Us because one of like the, the Power Rangers was going to be there and he was meeting people. And so we went there and we we took pictures with him and I st we still have this picture to this day. Um, but when I look at it, it's like mad funny because like me and my friend, we're just like two like little black kids or whatever. And, like, the ranger is, like, doing this salute that looks like, 
just like a doubled up like white power salute like <laughs> and so it's kind of like oh man uh which power ranger was it the white power ranger <laughs> <laughs> he was like he's like black and red i, I wish i knew what he was a villain though whatever oh um, okay yeah it was like the original like it wasn't like mighty Morphin power rangers but it was like one of the the many like, many iterations after that yeah. let's go through i'm not gonna look for the rangers specifically but i want to look at the different series they had they have so many they're i think they're still making power ranger series they made a movie in be. like what 2016 yeah. so, i think yeah. oh i saw that oh how was it it okay um me and my ex went to go see it but we took like edibles before we went and we were just like so fascinated by the whole thing and so we're like in the theater watching and we're like ooh and on and shit and there are like all these other people in there and they're just like laughing at us because they can hear <laughs> us but it's like you know it was so cool um i feel like if i saw it again it might be like ass but i liked it in the moment did you did you get Krispy Kreme donuts afterward? I didn't know. I was at like Central Michigan at the time, and there was oh. like, I don't even. There's a Krispy. They might not know what Krispy Kreme is up there. I'm pretty sure there was a significant Krispy Kreme like ad, like a sponsorship in that movie. Is the only reason I asked. I'd suppose Krispy Kreme is so good. It is, man. When that one burned down, and then it came back. It Which was one the, burned down? The Lord's Word. I don't know. The one in Allen Park. Huh. That's the only one I've ever been to, I think. I know it burned down. A lot of... Whoa. I don't Power know if it burned Rangers. to the ground. David, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, in Southfield? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. What even happened? Uh, I want to talk about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not a big Krispy Kreme fan. <laughs> oh. So I burned it down. <laughs> they have a... Power Rangers Samurai series, and that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty tight. I would, uh, I would look at that. It's just blatantly racist. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're just ninjas, actually. <laughs> There's only two seasons. Well, it's the, just like a reality show about a Vietnamese <clears throat> family in Southgate, and they're like Power Rangers Samurai, and they're like, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, what's uh, Tommy the Red Ranger? I think he killed someone with a samurai sword. I think Tommy's the green one. I don't know why I think that, though. You know, as someone who's never seen Power Rangers, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your his word name for it, is Red Ranger. That's his name in re- in the outside of the costume. <laughs> Whatever the the guy the guy in real life killed someone with a samurai sword, like his roommate. Or oh, something. like actually did that? It was with a samurai. Yeah. I thought it was with an axe. Actually, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a samurai sword. Is that the one you met? No, but I don't know. I don't know which one is crazier, like this this axe murder or this like samurai sword. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll never know. He's probably out there. Any anything that show. happens with the samurai sword is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Like um, the guy in the ninja costume who attacked some uh, Navy SEALs a couple months ago. I did not hear about that. I didn't yeah. hear about that either. Oh yeah. Yeah, this guy. Um, I don't know. I guess they were like. It was, like, at an airport in, like, Southern California. The Navy SEALs were training. And I guess one of the SEALs was, like, standing outside, like, smoking a cigarette, looking at his phone or whatever. And a man dressed as a ninja walked up to him and was like, do you know my name? And he's like, no. Do you know where my family is? And he said, no, I do not. So, like, the guy just slashed at him with a sword. 
like in the leg. I think he like cut his phone in half. And like the, <laughs> That's Navy, cool, actually. the Navy SEAL just ran back inside, and like they all like I guess like went into crisis mode and didn't know what to, they called the police on this guy. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's outside throwing rocks at the building, and like I guess like the police found him like wandering the side of the highway, and they started like they were like you're under arrest. You know, like, you know, the usual stuff. And he, like, pulled out the katana and started shaking it at them. <laughs> and then, like, they started shooting at him and missed. A bunch. <laughs> they just don't want to admit he was hitting the bullets with his sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess eventually they, like, hit him with a taser and he went down. But I wish he kind of got away with it. Did you guys ever watch Roni Kenshin? I did. That was the first anime I ever watched. Yeah, it might have been the first one I watched too. It pretty sick, if I recall. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I I remember his sword was like a reverse blade sword, so he didn't kill people. He just really hurt them. Yeah, right? that's what it was. What if he hurt them too bad and they didn't get <laughs> medical treatment? <laughs> well, it wasn't his fault. I mean, I mean it, it takes place in feudal Japan, so there is a chance if he, you know, is in like miles away from a town, hits <laughs> them with a sword, they're going to die. <laughs> He was, he was fucking him up, don't get me. <laughs> well, yeah, my friend uh, in elementary school got, like, a replica sword. I remember we were playing around with that one, so it was pretty fun. Definitely got some marks on the ceiling. Might have, like, broken a fan blade, actually. Damn. Something like that. But we, didn't, friend, we uh, didn't die, though, so the sword works. Hell yeah. I had a friend in elementary school who just had a lot of, like, real ninja weapons for some reason. And, like, he cut my hand with a katana one time, just, like, showing me it. He was like, yeah, check this shit out. And it just, like, went right across my palm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to cry now because I'm seven. But, like, it was pretty cool. We got a bunch of throwing stars at flea markets and stuff. And Nice. Yeah. That's yep. always the funniest shit because, like, I remember you used to, and I think you still can at, like, a lot of, like, Eastern stores slash, like, anime stores in the mall. Like, you can just buy, like, katanas and, like replica anime yeah. swords and shit and it's like that's so weird because it's like you can't just buy guns in the mall but like you can get an actual like katana though that's true <laughs> and like battering i remember like my brother bought a battering at like at the mall one time i mean that's probably the, like shuriken or battering probably the least effective weapon you mean like a not a boomerang like a battering like batman like a, a branded oh okay they, you press a button and it went like shing um, I don't know, it was a long time ago. Or was it just like a hard plastic fucking thing that like would hurt you if it hit you? No, it was metal. Oh, it was metal. That's dangerous, because like if the, if the anime, lo- like if I was an anime loving kid growing yeah. up, and like if I got bullied, I might have like went to the store and like got a shriek and just like... <laughs> Just throwing them all over the place. Um, I think the anime weapon I remember being the most fascinated with was Inuyasha's sword. That was that was a big ass sword. Yeah, well, yeah, any big sword from an anime like uh, Zabuza's sword, I was really obsessed with. I was yeah. too as a kid. Yeah, I remember him yeah. like just the more impractical <clears throat> the weapon, the better it was. Yeah, that is, that's a huge sword. Like that is that's unreasonably big. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it was bigger than he was. Like, he'd be standing in a tree with it, like, hanging below his feet. And I was like, how do you stand on the ground? Like, can you? I don't know. Like, eating Yasha's makes sense because it's magical and he pulls it out and it turns giant, right? Huh. Yeah, it wasn't always, like, huge. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind really... of a double entendre going on with 
In <laughs> <laughs> like Bleach, uh, Ichigo had a massive sword too. But he like did. as as the series went on, it got smaller and supposedly better. I, personally, I feel like the the larger one is probably more powerful. He got but. ED as the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By like season eight, he's pulling out like a fully limp sword. <laughs> it's like a noodle. It's like uh, that scene in Roger Rabbit where um, Eddie Valiant is fighting the bad guy at the end, and he pulls out a sword, and it's like a singing sword. So it's like it's like a, a Frank Sinatra type sword. And it's like swinging and swaying. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I. Uh, I remember very little of it. Oh. I could tell you the whole movie. David can't get yeah. enough of that movie. <laughs> I really like that movie. That's who I thought would have killed somebody with the sword. Because Ichigo is um, the Black Ranger. The, oh. Like the Black Power Ranger. Like, that's just Ichigo. Wait oh, is it? Yeah, they like his voice actor just got his start with Power Rangers. Um, oh, I see. Huh. Okay. Yeah, so it's a little bit of crossover appeal there. Interesting. Wait, is that the same guy who voiced uh, Vash Stampede in Trigun, then? Probably. Like, animes recycle so many voice actors, it's yeah. not even funny. Like, Vegeta is so many different people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't... Uh, yeah, all the Dragon Ball Z characters, like, this, like, varies from studio to studio, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Then especially, like, in the 90s, where they had, like, you know, anime dubs, they had, like, $15 to get a cast together, so it's like, well, okay... And wasn't Goku voiced by a woman at one point? Uh, Naruto oh, is yeah. slash was voiced by a woman. What the? F- I'm never watching Naruto again. <laughs> <laughs> that blew up because they used to do that a lot. Because um, I guess with like dudes, like your voices might change. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Puberty and shit. But with women, it's like your voice is pretty consistent throughout. So they're like, well, we'll cast a woman to play. Yeah. Anybody. Bart Simpson, voiced by a woman. Dan, you can't watch The Simpsons anymore. Huey and Riley are, are, are voiced by Oh, my women. God. The same woman I didn't that. even know that. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Uncle Ruckus is voiced by a woman. <laughs> 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 you can't listen to that. The one that really fucked me up was Full Metal Alchemist. I just started that kind of recently. And, like, the younger brother is clearly voiced by a woman in the English dub. But, like, in the Japanese dub, is like, a deep-voiced man. So, like, when they switched over, I was like, is this a different character? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah, what's up with that? You know what? I like it better the original way because sometimes younger brothers have deeper voices than you do as an older brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think there's something interesting about the Japanese, like, versions, though, where it's, like, the deepness of, of the Japanese voices sometimes is, like... That's insane. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think of it, a prime example. Particularly in like anime too, I feel like. Yeah. Like I feel like the like the English dub will always be like, "Hey, come over here," and then like the Japanese dub is like, "Who <laughs> is Like just like three octaves lower. Mm-hmm. I think the coolest Japanese version of any anime is um, the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah. Yugi just ruins people's life. No, or he sent them to hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like <clears throat> made yeah. them blind, or you know. Yeah, the one where he like censors that guy's vision. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I don't think I saw that one. I didn't either. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that one's pretty wild. Or there's one where they reveal that like Joey, his dad's an alcoholic, 
I think. I can't remember what was going on. It's like they can't find Joey, and he's, like, hanging out with, like, a rough crowd again or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in the English version, if I remember correctly, they made him, like, Italian for, like, yeah. no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I love that when in uh, English dubs of anime when they make, uh, like, Sanji is Italian <laughs> in One Piece. Uh, he always sounded kind of Italian to me. Okay, I haven't seen One Piece, so. Oh, okay. yeah, I only, I guess, like, considering it's, like, a thousand, like, a million chapters in, I've barely seen it, and I watched, like, maybe 100 episodes. Damn. Weird, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of like a Charlie Brown-type universe where there just aren't parents, right? I mean, like, Yu-Gi has <laughs> his grandpa around. Kaiba has absolutely no one. Is he, like, a millionaire or something? Yeah, 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 but, like. Kaiba Corp. It's, yeah, he's like Which, a he's a high schooler and independently wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yu-Gi-Oh is just like a money laundering scheme for him or something. And then there was like Maximilian Pegasus, who is like he's definitely a grown ass man playing card games with a bunch of like little kids. Which <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we talked about it before that he's definitely there's uh, some subtext with him. I think definitely <laughs> an Epstein like figure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His own island. What more? <laughs> um, Aaron, I just realized how similar our outfits are. That's true. Yeah, we both have a hat and uh, a sweater. Yeah, we're both stuffed into the same pair of pants, so that we got that going <laughs> for us. <laughs> I don't know. Were you spying on me? I was. Yeah, I was like, I brought like three suitcases to the outside of your apartment and I was like alright what's Dan gonna wear today? <laughs> and like as you were changing I was frantically changing yeah. um, well, which is why I got you. here earlier than you I was wearing this the entire day mm. even this is what I wore to bed even <laughs> I did not feel like changing when I when I left <clears throat> I'm gonna do that one day just like find somebody that like I'm gonna find somebody that I know see one outfit that they wear and i'm just gonna wear a, a similar outfit just like for the next however long i have to until <laughs> until they wear that shit again like, oh, are we matching it's crazy i love you or imagine <laughs> doing that with like everyone you know having like your entire wardrobe be like outfits inspired by mm-hmm. outfits like uh your friends wear sometimes and they're like and imagine like all your friends have like very distinctly different like fashion sense so it's just like the most eclectic wardrobe of all time and everybody knows and it makes them extremely uncomfortable but they all just pretend that like not to notice (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a period of time where i was like giving away all my old clothes to like you and our friends and so we would hang out and i would see someone like wearing my old sweater i'm like it just doesn't look right (laughs) i'm like i remember wearing that (laughs) i take this back actually i don't know changing my mind one of our friends, I remember wearing a sweater that, like, the sleeves were already pretty short on me, and I saw him wearing it, and it was, like, the sleeves were up to here on his arm, and then clearly, I don't know, something's wrong here. Right. Either his arms are freakish, freakishly long or something, I don't know, maybe my arms are short. I think I still have, I, I think I still wear a couple items of clothing you gave me. Mm-hmm. I think just one, actually. That Japanese flannel. Japanese? Yeah, it was a Japanese clothing brand. Oh, yeah, Uniqlo. Hmm. That was a good flannel. And, and every pair of underwear you've ever given me, I still wear. <laughs> Did you also that story about, like, how Kim Jong-un, I guess, like, 
banned anybody else from wearing trench coats just because like, that was his shit <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome i have not heard that one yeah um like i think i saw that like a day or two ago he wants to be the only man in north korea uh wearing a trench coat huddled around a uh a small laptop watching the interview <laughs> this isn't even that funny oh <laughs> uh. Let's hope they never ban trench coats here, right, guys? I definitely I was thinking about when I wore a trench coat a lot. Yeah. In ninth grade, it was more of a duster, though. I mean, is there a difference? Are they like the it same thing? It wasn't a duster. No, a duster has. I'm pretty sure, like a. That goes all the way to the ground, right? Trench coat goes hits like just below your knee, I think. Either way, it's going to be a lot harder for me to get guns into movie theaters <laughs> if they do that. So, hopefully, they're here to stay. I think trench coats look really cool. I just hate that, like, I feel like flashers have kind of, like, ruined them for me. <laughs> Not, like, me personally, but just in general. Um, and that's all I can think of when I see them now, so it's, you know. Columbine, the Fair worst enough. flashing incident of all <laughs> yeah. time. Wait, did they wear trench coats to Columbine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They wore them every day, actually. Oh, they should have known. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I don't mean the victim blame, but, like, there's something, <laughs> there's something not right about that. Yeah, one of them had, like, a website where he just, like, had, like, violent rants, like, every day. And it's like, oh, yeah. there was no one else at Columbine High who was, like, online as much as this guy and saw this. And was that like, kind of tracks. Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? Trends code's ruined for everybody just by, like, a handful of people. I'm sure there are a lot of flashers out I there. Don't, I think there's some people that I, I've seen, like, a handful of people wear them, and it's like... They're good looking enough to not to get away with it. Sure, that kind of applies for any like article of clothing, though. I agree because if you're a very attractive person, you could wear literally whatever, and people are kind of like, "Oh my gosh, that's such a fashion statement." But <laughs> if you're kind of a dork, then it's like, "Yeah, take that shit off." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the I don't know when Drive came out, all the people buying like the replica Drive jackets. Did you guys see that movie? Yeah, I I did want one of those really bad in like ninth grade. Unfortunately, yeah. I never got my hands on one, so <laughs> kind of a bullet dodged. But one of one of our teachers, because you were still at oh yeah yeah the AP Gov teacher had one. Yeah, one of our teachers had that drive jacket, and not before I knew what the movie was, I just thought it was a cool jacket. Wow, Did you um, look cool in it. I think I mean yeah I think so because I thought it was a cool jacket so I think so yeah. He also put the gloves on to beat women, so that was pretty <laughs> cool when he did that too. <laughs> Wait, does he beat women in the movie? Yeah, but specifically after putting on gloves. Like, someone, like, fucks up a heist or something, and he's like, all right, hang on, and, like, puts on his driving gloves and then beats the shit out of her, and it's like, that's... None of these things are necessary. I don't know. Wait, so did the woman... The woman was the one that messed up the heist, or somebody else messed it up, and he's like, I'm so upset. I'm (laughs) I'm just gonna gonna find a woman. Um, (laughs) Like Mel Gibson finding, like, the nearest black person. (laughs) I think... Oh, that was Liam Neeson, I think. Oh, that that was Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, if those two get together, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Lights out. Yeah. Mel Gibson. What does he do? Is he just like mad, he, like anti-Semitic? Or? Yeah, he's anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't he just like mad in general too? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's just like an angry guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also. I mean, one of the most evil like uh, Mel Gibson moments to me is when he was, uh, you know, ranting and raving on the phone with his wife, and she was like, "You slapped me while I was holding our baby." What kind of man does that? And he just laughs it off. <laughs> like, a menace. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, you're all angry now. <laughs> like, 
So I'm stuck on the drive. Is it Christina Hendricks or something? He, she's like part of the job, but I forget exactly what because it's been. I just remember him maybe eight years since I've seen this movie, but like, like doming someone with a hammer. Yeah, he fucks a couple of people up with a hammer. Um, but yeah, I was, it was something. It was some like it was supposed to be like a money exchange in a motel or something. Yeah, and like he got ripped off to some extent, and it was her fault to some extent, and he just like beat her up in the motel room. I was like, all right, and it's probably like a cool guy's jacket to wear. I didn't even, because like I said, I've never seen this, so I didn't even realize he got out the car, and I thought it was just like <laughs> a driving kind of like. It is, the basic premise is he's like the best like getaway driver around, so okay. people just hire him to like drive them away from heists and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I've I've for years been stuck on the when he like meets Albert Brooks and he's like wants to shake his hand and Ryan Gosling is like my hands are dirty and Albert Brooks is like so am I <laughs> <laughs> shake hands uh, I don't know I feel like you would like that do you like the other guy's movies Aaron Nicholas Winding Refn uh, what else has he done he did like Neon Demon and uh, Valhalla Rising did the Pusher trilogy. I haven't seen any of those, actually. <laughs> I haven't no. heard about those either. No. I thought you were going to say, like, Neon Genesis. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not that guy. No. Yeah, he directed Neon Genesis, Evangelion, Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. um, Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Not the rest. Akira Toriyama did the rest, but Dragon Ball was all him. <laughs> I want to find the guy that did the uh, the live-action Dragon Ball remake. That's who I want to find. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I don't know what he. What if he's made great movies since? I feel like he thinks that's probably a great movie. <laughs> I, that's something I would have to stand on if like everybody universally shat on my creation, shat, shitted, whatever. <laughs> um, I'd have to stand on it, you know, whether I believe it or not. Yeah, it's Christopher Nolan actually who made it. <laughs> he's like, this is just such a big departure from my normal style. I'm gonna have to use a different name, and I, people are gonna love it. I feel like there's maybe like a small point of pride to be had in being like universally hated. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people make bad or just okay movies that are, like, easily forgotten. But if your shit is, like, notoriously horrible, like, it's being discussed, like, ten years later, I, you can stand on that a little bit, I think. Yeah. It kind of occupies the same space in my mind as, like, the uh, the live-action Avatar movie. By M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah. So I was like, M. Night Shyamalan did that one. No, it's James Wong. What else does this guy do? Yeah, they fucked up the story pretty bad in that one, I think. Oh, he like directed that, and then blue. he was murdered. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, he directed <laughs> Final Destination. <laughs> yeah, James Cameron fucked up. He You're wrong about the director. Final Destination 1 and 3. They got that man to do an adaptation <laughs> of an anime movie. <laughs> he was also like an X-Files producer. So we um, want you to um, do a live-action adaptation of Dragon Ball. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> when um, you mentioned Final Destination, I just remember in high school I tried, like in the middle of October, applying to a uh, Halloween USA. Mm-hmm. And um, looking back, was like I know that the lady was just kind of like being nice, but she like looked at my name and was like Collegio. You sound like a character from Final Destination. That's one of my favorite movies, so y- you will be hearing from me. <laughs> <laughs> I like you applied at the middle of October. Like, by the time you were hired, Halloween would have been over. Yeah. Okay. 
first day of work, also your last day of work. <laughs> yes, cat. Kiwi? I wonder. Like, I always wonder what they even do for like. Like, do they just make so much money during that, like, thirty day span or whatever that they can just float off that for the rest of the year or like? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I imagine people love buying Halloween. People love buying twelve foot skeletons. Because there's Halloween USA, and then there's still um, Spirit of Halloween. Spirit Halloween. I think Party City. Party, yeah. I always thought that like if Halloween USA did really good, they become a Party USA, and they're open all year. (laughs) I see that. That's probably yeah, like the Pokemon evolution of uh, (laughs) Halloween USA. Mm. It'd be interesting if the Southern Hemisphere celebrated Halloween like the opposite time of year as us, and then they could just migrate to the Southern Hemisphere. You know. (laughs) Yeah, like birds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they tie all the Halloween, they tie like masks and stuff to birds that are migrating anyway for like free transportation. Have you guys, uh, did it, you know you haven't, have you guys seen House of Gucci or have any plans on seeing that movie? That like just came out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. It has Lady Gaga in it. Mm-hmm. And Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Al Pacino. I really don't like uh, Adam Driver. I don't like Adam Driver's voice specifically. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I'm not a big fan. But I really want to see that movie because I think Lady Gaga is actually like a pretty solid actor. To yeah, me. actually, I just saw it last night. She's uh, easily the best part of the movie. Okay. Because I really liked her in A Star is Born. I didn't see A Star is Born. That, I watched it on good? a plane. Yeah, oh. I liked it a lot. Um, it could help, too, that I watched it for free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. I That's do want to say, though, I, I won't spoil House of Gucci if you guys don't. Well, I will say this about Jared Leto. He does the worst Italian accent of all time. Oh, damn. He I literally... Get, uh, Jared Leto and Ray Liotta mixed up. Jared <laughs> oh. Leto, he's the Joker in the... Yeah, he's the best Joker. Okay, yeah. He's in Fight Club. He literally does, like, a, my father, he making me cry. <laughs> 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 it's, like, this the whole time. I don't know. Was he in a band too, Jared Leto? Yeah. Okay. 30 Seconds to Summer, something like that. (laughs) 30 Seconds to Mars or something? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Um, But I saw it with like the greatest audience of all time. I mean, the dumbest audience of all time. Like, I literally, there's, it's not a very like complicated movie at all. And like, they're a little, I like, the crowd was talking the whole time, which is like whatever. But like uh, hearing people explain, like, oh no, they're at his birthday party. But <laughs> 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 I thought he already had a birthday party. <laughs> How can he have another birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, there's a scene where um, Jared Leto is like, "My father, he is a dinosaur if, uh, posing as a pothole," <laughs> and someone was like, "Ha ha ha." Ha! <laughs> uh, the first five minutes of the movie, there was one person who like spent those five minutes trying to figure out how they wanted their seat adjusted. So just the whole five minutes of hearing, <laughs> it's like I was about to yell like, "Just please, just pick a setting and stick with it." Did you ever see uh, Life of Pi? No. I saw that oh, in yeah. theaters and like I saw it with my family when it came out and like I there were just only certain seats available so we had to split up and I was by this older woman who like every other line in the movie would just be like, Mmm 
It's <laughs> 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 like variations on that. And like it get maybe like thirty minutes into the movie, I was like giving her looks and shit. Like we made eye contact a couple times. I was kind of like, eh, you know, come on. And like she kept doing it, and I was like, shh. And like she like she glared at me like hard as fuck, and then kept doing it. And I like towards the end of the movie, I was like, can you stop? Like be quiet. And like she just kept like glaring at me, and it was. I, you know, I hope she's doing bad in life now, but I, that was, uh, that was that movie for me. Yeah. Wow. Movie's not even good enough for all, like, respectfully, that, the movie's not good enough to be doing that after every, No. Every I'll, I'll, at the most, have you guys seen it? I, I saw it. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so no spoilers, like, at the end, like, the most I'll give you is a reaction to, like, oh, the tiger was a person, they had to eat each other, but, like, you, you can, okay, whatever, fine, but, like, Every other line, this woman's just like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, driving me fucking insane. At the end, you're like, so what'd you think of it? She's like, it's awful. <laughs> She's like, I did not get that at all. I like, um, I used to go to the main art when it was open uh, quite a bit, and there was this uh, one regular, like, I got to go for the midnight movie, and there was this one regular attendee who, like, after any, so we'd go see like you know, classic movies at the display. And after any iconic scene, this guy's like, "Ha!" <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah, no matter what, like we were, we saw Chinatown one one time there. Oh, I still got to see that. Okay, well, someone gets murdered, and it's like a pretty like devastating scene. And he's just like, "Ha!" It's like it's not funny. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? Oh, I couldn't tell like what his reaction was supposed to indicate. He thought it was funny. Yeah, okay. it was like a weird. Li- I, I'm kind of overdoing it. It was more of like a, <laughs> ah, like a kind of a weird like single laugh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other like scenes in movies where it's like this is that's not an appropriate response. Uh, we we saw Blue Velvet. And I know he was there, and I think it was, I think it was one of the more upsetting scenes. I think it's a scene where like Dorothy Valens comes out from behind the house naked, and he's like, ha. Ah! <laughs> Wait, so he was just there for like every movie? Yeah, and then he had a heart attack, and I, I think I, I, I don't know. I was complaining about him once. Like, I fucking hope he's not there. He's so annoying. He's like, oh, that guy had a heart attack. He's in critical condition. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, all right. The doctor's like, you have <laughs> like three months. He's like, ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Ah! <laughs> oh, there was this, also during Hasaguchi, there was like a, a family there with their kids. There's a scene where Lady Gaga and Adam Driver are out on a boat in the middle of the lake. And like Lady Gaga folds up her jacket and like puts it in front of them and like kneels down on it. And then uh, the dad I hear is like, Oh, cover your eyes. You can't see this scene. And then they just kiss. <laughs> 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 That's one of the things that I've like really sad that I missed out on being born in like 97 is like I would love to go watch like porn at a public movie theater just like with <laughs> other people um I, I just think that'd be like a really fun environment to be in like yeah I don't I don't know why yeah it would be something I mean, for one all guys yeah all fellas <laughs> sausage fest totally <laughs> but that does sound pretty yeah, I like, like to uh, imagine that there's a lot of camaraderie like entering the theater and then leaving the theater like no one will make eye contact just kind of <laughs> shuffle out quietly. 
No, so I I'd, I'd uh I was born in '95, so I also missed out on the experience. But like um, I'd love to linger around in the lobby. Like, anyone want to talk about the movie? <laughs> 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 Favorite scenes? Or I also like to imagine like maybe like one guy starts jacking off in the whole theater. It's like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> We're gonna do this later. It's <laughs> the point of the movie. Uh, that would be crazy though if like because I'd be upset if like everybody else is talking about the cinematography and I'm and I'm just kind of yeah. like yeah guys I, I thought we were all horny but I guess <laughs> uh, it's always weird when parents try to like censor movies in a theater for their children like I saw her and like a woman brought her little daughter with her and there were there were a couple times where she like ran out of the theater I want to say, I, maybe I'm imagining this, but she was carrying her daughter like a freaking, like a battering <laughs> ram, basically. Like, feet not on the ground, you know, horizontal. I don't even like that movie that much, but maybe it was because of that. That's a wild thing to bring your kid to, too, because I feel like all the ads were like, oh, he will fuck the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rest assured. <laughs> I remember I really liked that movie, um, but I think it was because I had just seen Lost in Translation, mm. and I guess, like, that's kind of like a, Lost in Translation is, like, her side of the story, and her is his side of the story, whatever the director's name is, because um, it's about, like, their, like, divorce, or their deteriorating yeah. marriage, or whatever. Um, I think Lost in Translation was a little bit better, but I liked her a lot though. Spike Jones. Yeah, Spike Jones. Sophia and Coppola. Sophia Coppola. They yeah. were yeah. they were a thing. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I did not let, uh, know the backstory, but I do like both those movies a lot. Yeah, I do like Lost in Translation. Wait, I haven't seen it in a long time. Spike Lee and Francis Ford Coppola were an item. Is that what you're saying? Spike Jones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I know. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fire, though. Yeah, Francis Ford and Spike Lee. They could collaborate on a picture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would be good. Oh, I think it'd be pretty good. Mm, okay, I shouldn't write it off. I'd love to give filmmakers premises, though, that I like wanted them to. Because, like, I would love a movie by Spike Lee about a man who wants to fuck a computer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he would do with that, but I'd love to see it. <laughs> e- we should email. I'm sure he's open to email. Yeah. It would be a lot of those like walking, moving shots you, where you just the background is moving, but like he's also fucking a Dell computer. Mm-hmm, yeah. You email him that, and then it's, <laughs> he sends you back a file of him fucking his computer. <laughs> 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 I'd be even more concerned if he was like, already got it done man I've been thinking about energy drinks lately yeah I'm not an energy drink guy I was trying to figure out what like the least aggro energy drink is though because they're all named stuff like balls and (laughs) kickstart and you know rain you got full throttle monster of course the classic I don't know is this an energy drink crowd yeah, I had a can of dick fucker on the way over, <laughs> and that was pretty good. <laughs> it's not, uh, they're not my, th- I'm, I prefer crack cocaine. Really. <laughs> Fair enough. 
get me going in the morning. <laughs> a poor substitute, really. Yeah. For the real deal. <laughs> Do you guys remember the energy drink, cocaine? Yeah, there was one called cocaine, wasn't there? Huh. <laughs> I forgot. I remember my brother like drank a lot of that and was so mad when they were gonna get rid of it. It's <laughs> <This> fucking bullshit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too bad. Same deal with Four Loco. Missed out on the, pri- the the heyday of that stuff. Did you? Wait, yeah. what happened to Four Loco? Oh well, it's it... not the same anymore, is it? I never had it. I haven't either. I believe it used to be like more potent and fucked up, and now it's a a. It pales in comparison to what once was. Because it's alcohol and caffeine, right? Yeah. yeah, it used to just be like a much stronger concentration of both, and it was like giving kids heart attacks and shit. <laughs> and so, yeah, they brought it back, but like much tamer. Uh, those were the days, the mid-2000s. Somebody's hoarding some somewhere, though. Like, they have to be. There's, yeah, there's totally. got to be, like, a yeah, it's like a safe. Quaalude situation. I was just, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I'd love to go back to 2005 and get fucked up on Incredible Hulks and Four Loco. <laughs> <laughs> what are Incredible Hulks? It's that's hypnotic in something. Uh, hypnotic in Hennessy, I huh, believe. Okay. I just really want to drink a, something green, potently green. <laughs> I was thinking of Xanax because people would always call the green ones Hulks. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was green Xanax. You could still get those. Incredible Put that Hulks. in hypnotic, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Give other people Incredible Hulks. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I haven't had one of these in a long time. Or <laughs> mm. like absinthe and Xanax. You know. But like the real deal, like you get it from imported from Europe, so it's got all like the... Makes you go woo woo. I would really like to try that. I remember I got a bottle like domestically that I was really excited about, and then I was like reading about it online later, and they were like, "No, like you have to get it imported if you want the actual like, what is it like worm root or something?" Yeah, wormwood. Wormwood, yeah. And it just makes you like hallucinate like crazy, or something. No, it's like uh, it. Uh, what does it do? Messes with your GABA receptors or something. It makes you like you lose motor control basically. So you're walking all like this. Oh, I believe. Why do people want that? <laughs> I don't know. This. Aaron, why did you want that? <laughs> it seems kind of cool. I don't know. <laughs> One time, you yeah. just do that sober. The, that's true. I uh, mean, wouldn't be authentic, <laughs> but you could just do it. Yeah, the bottle I had had like a very like um, like hazy Van Gogh painted on it, and I was like, "The fuck yeah, dude! We're about to get earless and like <laughs> just nothing happened." Yeah, I don't know. My friend went to the the jazz festival one year and got some absinthe, and uh, he said it was okay. I think he was disappointed, to be honest. So I don't. I don't think they make it like they used to. You know, back way back when just like poison wasn't everything. <laughs> I feel like now that you can have it, it's like. I feel like it's probably so much like in your head of like what you think it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. To, like what it actually is just cannot possibly compare. Probably. Like I thought weed was like crack before. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like like I th- thought it was a hallucinogen when I was really little. Yeah. And then yeah, I thought when you get high, it's like yeah, you see like rainbow. I thought that about acid too, for a little longer. That it's just like yeah, you see rainbows and unicorns and shit, and then it's like a uh, kaleidoscope vision. Yeah, it's TV not bad at all. So hard about acid growing up. 
Yeah. I still thought that's what acid was. But, <laughs> but I've never done acid, though, so. I I mean, if you close your eyes for long enough, it kind of does that. But it's more like um, if you close your eyes long enough, it's like when uh, the computer is, boot- is like asleep in like the <laughs> mid 2000s. Oh, oh it has that like little wavy. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I took acid. I tried to go sleep later that night, and every time I closed my eyes, it was just that. <laughs> I thought it was a computer. Just a little DVD symbol <laughs> bouncing yeah. around the corners. I'm a computer. Yeah, I, I'm a computer. <laughs> there was a kid once. Um, this was like my sophomore year of college, and I guess he had went to he went to some concert. I don't remember what concert it was, but um, I had like went out of my dorm at like four in the morning, and I just see this kid just like wandering around the hallway or whatever, and I'm like, "Yo, like are you, like just being like real weird." I'm like, "Yo, are you good?" And he tells me that he went to this concert and five. <laughs> yeah, he went to his Maroon Five <laughs> concert, um, and he, I guess, as somebody at the concert, like slipped LSD, like slipped him LSD, like put it like in his drink or some shit. Why Jeez. would they do that? Exactly. <laughs> um, but so that happened to him, and so he's just like tripping, and this is like his first time ever like doing um, LSD too, and he's like freaking out, and like I've never done LSD, so I don't know what the fuck to tell him. Um, yeah. And so I'm kind of just like, hey. uh I know for a fact that you're not going to sleep for like a long ass time. Uh, so I probably wouldn't try. Um, just go lay down, throw on some good music and just think happy thoughts. Um, and I sent him on his way and I was like, <laughs> I went back to my room and I'm like, please let this, let this boy be okay. Because like, I'm the last person he saw. And like, if he decided to like jump out the window or some shit, that's probably on me. Right. Um, but then I saw him again, like, four or five days later he's like yo thank you so much like just put on kid cuddy and i had a great time uh, i didn't sleep for maybe until that night but thank you so much and i was like cool because like i i was basically talking out of my ass i didn't know what to tell him but <laughs> glad he was okay though shout out to him if he's shouts out yeah if he's listening and still alive on the listening he's listening to kid cuddy still <laughs> hey, i like to imagine you put on confused by kid cuddy I like to imagine you put on Fireflies by All City. <laughs> All right. I will say, um, I was thinking about this the other day. I think that, that the album that Fireflies is from, Ocean Eyes, I would die on the hill that that's a classic album. By All City? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I just threw that one out there to pair with Maroon 5. I didn't even think about <laughs> Yeah, no, that is like debatably like my most controversial music take that I have. Uh, I just really enjoy that fucking album. Mm-hmm. Just feels very wholesome to me. Uh, yeah, to be fair, I never listened to yeah. the whole thing. Most people haven't. Um, I, would, yeah. I don't know why I did. But, <laughs> I was gonna say I, I never would have thought to listen to. I mean, I guess if you say it's good, I'll take your word for it. But you might hate it, um, and I wouldn't be mad if you did hate it. <laughs> but no one can take that away from Daryl. Can't. Maybe I will pop that one on. I've I know that you feel that way. I don't think I've actually listened to the album though, but. I don't know. Maybe it's time. Man, I feel I do, I really do feel like you'll fucking hate it. Okay. I really <laughs> I don't understand why I like it so much. I just I just do. You ever like need to find something you hate because you feel like you're liking too many things? No. Like no. <laughs> you ever like I like you ever like do I have taste anymore? Because I think I just approve of everything. Maybe I'll just. Oh yeah. Maybe I need to like recalibrate a little bit and like I you find like a bad mean. album and you're like okay I I have some discernment this isn't good. Yeah, I think about that a lot. 
mostly with music. I don't know. I think I do just listen to so little music by now that uh, I just kind of like what I like at this point. I don't know. I just have a good luck with finding things I like. It's rare, but every now and then I'll be like, okay, I think I like everything. Like maybe, maybe <laughs> I, I gotta find one thing just to know that I'm okay. I'm willing to listen to everything. Mm-hmm. For, that's for sure. Um, but like you, you know that I hate. Uh, <laughs> you know, Aaron knows that I hate Pink Floyd. Uh, specifically, the album "Dark Side of the Moon." I oh damn, can't. That's stand the one it. I will vouch for. <laughs> that's I don't. It's just every time I listen to or try to listen to it, it just it's something that's just not clicking for me. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is. I've tried to like it multiple times. Uh, did you watch it? Did you listen to it and watch Where's It Rise? I didn't. Oh, maybe that's <laughs> you gotta do that. Is that what you're supposed to do? I've heard you're supposed to like listen to it. High. I've tried that. Mm. I've like mm. I listened to it in like a lot of different settings. <laughs> it's just like it just doesn't. I'd imagine like for a week straight, you're just finding different like maybe if I do it like maybe if I listen to it on the roof of a building. Because <laughs> there was like the one song that I do like, I think it's called Brain Damage. Yeah, that's a good song. I like that song. And I thought and I, I liked that song maybe like four or five years ago. And I thought that, OK, maybe one song a year will click for me. So <laughs> yeah. maybe by like 2024, <laughs> I'll really like this album. But I still hate the rest of it. But But Brain Damage is a really good song to me. Yeah. Maybe I just vouch for that song the most. I don't really care that much about it. Like, I don't love Dark Side of the Moon, but I'll listen to it. I think the song Money especially is just one of the corniest songs. I don't know. It's so stupid. I'm not a big fan of that album either, but I like other Pink Floyd albums. I think maybe if I heard it when it came out and that kind of thing was, like, new and innovative and groundbreaking. Yeah, probably. Um, but now it's like 2021 i don't want to hear that shit (laughs) i feel like the real way to cement that album is if you catch it like i don't know like mid teenage years when you first start smoking weed and like oh i started smoking weed when i was 25 all right well that's when you should listen to it (laughs) but i don't know i think it's like one of those like formative things where it's like whoa this is what being high is like whoa this is pink floyd and (laughs) like i think if you don't catch it in that window it might just you might just miss it but it's a, it's a cool album. I don't dislike it. I think that's my thing. Cause like, I think when I started, uh, mom, please cover yours. When I started smoking <laughs> weed, um, I was listening to a lot of math rock. Okay. And so maybe that's why I love math rock so much, but I feel like math rock and like Prague or like at least cousins or some shit. Mm-hmm, um, but no, it's just don't, Put that album on around me. <laughs> Pink Floyd and any Eminem. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I also do not like Eminem. Not crazy about him. Awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> 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 What's another? There was an Eminem lyric I was thinking about really hard. Because it was remember. so deep? Yeah, because it changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jesus, I mean, what was that song you came out with? Like when no one liked Revival, and he like just like was like talking trash about like a bunch of better rappers. 
He like called Earl Sweatshirt Earl Her- Earl Hooded Sweatshirt. Oh, <laughs> damn! I did not catch that one. I feel I feel like you did because people were talking about it in mm. Earl Hooded Sweatshirt or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I don't know what it's called. Uh, that mm. might have been just like he could have gone with any like Earl Sweatpants or something was like that. that. Called, was that Kamikaze? Was it that one? Yeah. It was from that album. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's the song oh. too or not though. I didn't listen to all of Kamikaze, but I think I heard like one of the songs, and I was like, "Yep, still bad." Yeah, <laughs> that was my favorite thing about that whole, um, like everybody, you know, talking about like the the Eminem MGK beef and them dropping diss tracks back and forth. Because I was just like, "What year is this, man? Like, is it is it 2012? When we're back in high school? Like, I don't care what MGK is doing or Eminem." Um, also, it's like, isn't M- how old is MGK? Like. He's, he's I, younger than Eminem. That's he's the take at away. least in his thirties. I feel like he's older. Oh, than really? Oh, okay. I thought he was younger than me for some reason. I'd give him thirty-five. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess that's fair that they'd be beefing. How old is Eminem? Like fifty? I think Eminem's I think probably he's like seventy-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a boomer. He loved Dark Side of the Moon. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> he MGK played on it. Is 31 yeah. years old not not quite too old to be making pop punk yet but he's got about one more year <laughs> i'll give him that it's gonna get creepy well so he's making pop punk now and wasn't the m&m beef because like mgk said something about his daughter when she was still like underage it could have been it could have been just about his daughter so he's that's, that's probably why he started art. making yeah. pop punk <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. You also don't like Bob Dylan, correct? I don't. It's not that I I don't like Bob Dylan. Um, I think a part of what kind of gets on my nerves, though, is like the fact that, you know, it's like, oh, the times they are changing and shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yes, that's that's very deep. But it's like, hey, people have been like complaining about shit for a long time before that. But then as soon as like Bob Dylan says it, it's like, oh, my gosh, like he's. He's really spitting, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I remember Aaron uh, quoted you one time as saying, like, he said times they are changing Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just so fucking upsetting to me? <laughs> some, some shit, it's, it's blowing in the wind. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's pissing in the wind. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I missed the boat for getting into Bob Dylan, like you said about Pink Floyd. Me too. So I'm just not into him. I had like almost like. But the I love Guns N' Roses cover. Oh fuck it! Out of his door. <laughs> Best band. Almost as yeah, almost as much as November Rain. <laughs> but like yeah, I think I had like the antithesis experience with Bob Dylan of like the way you can enjoy Dark Side of the Moon, where like. I just knew this stoner kid in high school who would like quote Bob Dylan constantly, <laughs> and like I'd, every time he'd go to smoke, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm chilling like Dylan." And like, <laughs> I I can't listen to this artist. I just despise you so much that like there's no way. Yeah, that definitely happens though. People ruin things for you. Mm-hmm. For all the people out there, um, if you don't like Bob Dylan, um, there is this black folk singer. Her name is Odetta. And she covered um, a lot of Bob Dylan's songs, I believe, on just all on one album. And uh, that shit slaps. Um, hmm. It's very good. Um, definitely give that a listen. What's it called? 
I, I want to say it's like Odetta does Dylan or something. It's called I, uh, Chilling Like Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And uh, your classmate is on the cover. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's a great 60s band, though. The Beach Boys. I haven't listened to them in a really long time, but I do remember them being good. I just heard, what is it, Pet Sounds? Yeah. The other oh, week. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. yeah, I love that album. Yeah. I've listened to it a lot this week. I love the song, Pet Sounds. This an instrumental towards the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those albums where, like, when I was listening to it, like, I never, like, because it's such a popular album and they're such a popular group, like, mm-hmm. I was listening to it. And I'm like, oh, shit. This, I've heard this song before and this song, too, but, like, Hearing it in the context of the album is like really different. Um, yeah, it's a very feel good up, al- like feel goodish kind of album. I like to listen to it a lot in the winter, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. It hits different in the winter. Okay. You know what I mean, Dan? No. You don't listen to <laughs> no. it in the winter? Not really. Maybe I'll try that though. Uh, I could see it though, cause it's like. It's like it's sort of it's like happy but like a very melancholy kind of way though. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of nostalgic too. Yeah, because it makes like when I listened to it, I thought of um, it reminds me like it has that same sort of feeling as like Blonde by Frank Ocean a little bit, where it's like very. I've never actually finished Blonde. That's I a, know. That's another like very nostalgic feeling kind of album to me. Like, yeah. Oh well. Okay. Thinking about I, I do love the song Ivy. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. Just do that song. I've been trying. To, I don't know. I think I just don't like the song Nikes. Okay, is like the pitch shifted vocals that you're. Yeah, I think with? it's a little too much for me. Okay, that's that's fair. Uh, but I do want to give it a shot because I love Channel Orange. Yeah, Channel Orange is really good. Um, and I love the song Ivy. So it's just like. Yeah. I like I love the second half of Nikes too, but I also love pitch shifted vocals a lot. I think it's really cool. Um, and then I like don't, I don't know, like White Ferrari, like Siegfried, like all those, they're just really beautiful. I I don't know. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but well, I I've never finished it. I've only gotten to Ivy. I I listen to Nikes and I'm like ah, this isn't for me. And I listen to Ivy's like this is for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I gotta go to work. Or I just kind of stop. Listening to music, uh, I, I stopped wanting to listen to music for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's great. No, go back and listen to that one. You, even if you, I think it's because it's so long, right? Isn't it like seventy minutes? I think it's like an hour on the dot. I want to say. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. But then again, I still haven't finished the new Vince Staples album, which is like twenty minutes long. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're notorious for like not finishing albums. I am. Yeah, <laughs> actually. Uh, Blonde is just one of many albums I've never gotten all the way through. I don't think I've ever actually gotten all the way through the the White Album, the but I claim to love it. <laughs> is that the one with Yesterday? Uh, oh, so you, you didn't get that part me. yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't remember what <clears throat> album Yesterday is on. But speaking of Yesterday, I just had uh, a flashback. Uh, in high school, I was in choir class, and... Um, We'd uh, pick the... Uh, I'm just going to let that sink in. I was in choir. <laughs> uh, and the teacher would, like... When it would be time for pep assemblies, she'd, like, talk to us and, like, see what songs we should, uh, we should put on the playlist. And it was, like, you know, songs that were, like, popular at the moment. It's like, oh, put on Poker Face or uh, 
Soldier Boy or whatever. And then there's this like there was this like fedora core lady in our class who like for one week wore like an Abbey Road t-shirt every day and she was like, "Could you pl- uh, put on that playlist yesterday by the Beatles?" <laughs> <laughs> for the, the Pepper Assembly. Like a little band, you might not have heard of them. They're yeah. kind of obscure. Just imagining that song playing at a pep assembly. <laughs> Kids losing their mind in that song. It's <laughs> uh, so stupid. Have you seen that movie where, like, I guess the world forgets about the Beatles and this guy, like, capitalizes oh, off man. of that shit? My parents love that movie. Was it good? I had never saw it. I've never seen it either. My parents have described it to me, though, because my dad thinks it's so cool. But, no. Yeah. My parents also love that movie. <laughs> It might just be for dads. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's for us. I showed my parents Uncut Gems on Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Did they hate it? No, they liked it. My parents hated Uncut Gems. Really? Yeah, I, was so very, I was very upset because I really liked that movie. Yeah, yeah. I took my parents to see that in the theater, like the day it came out on Christmas. What'd they think of it? They liked it. My dad had like a hilarious reaction to the end when uh, Adam Sandler gets shot. He's like, whoa! <laughs> 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 That other guy's just in your house somehow. He's like, ah! <laughs> 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 well, he's in my head all the time. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that... I don't know. I feel like watching that movie with my dad, I think my dad used to bet on sports. Mm. So I feel like he was like really living that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was just sweating that? the whole time. Yeah. It did in he a was weird like way. commenting like, ah, this guy can't get a break. <laughs> <laughs> It did almost like make that lifestyle appealing in a weird way. Like, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, something about it just seems so fun. Like just like mm-hmm. the constant up and down of like fuck the Lakers. Like yeah, I don't know. I would. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say because I like I really like basketball, but like I had completely forgotten like because with betting, there's in sports betting specifically, there's so many like intricacies of it. Like okay, who wins the tip off? Like how many this and that, and so like. Not only did I kind of like not remember the results of that series, but it's also like I don't fucking know how many rebounds KG had in Game Four. Like, you yeah, know, I like yeah. So I like basketball too, but I don't know how people can follow statistics like that. I like I I wanted to get more and more hyper specific. Like the referee is gonna sneeze in the third period. <laughs> oh, bet on like uh, who was that reporter for the NBA who like dressed horribly. Craig Sager? Yeah. Predict what he's going to wear. I think he passed away, <laughs> actually. So um, I think he, I feel like that was like two or three years ago or something. Yeah. But I hear he was a terrible father, so. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I guess he was like a major dickhead. Like, oh, so. Jeez. Yeah. I like to think I he was a good father, but, like, his outfits were just so <laughs> offensive <laughs> that it ruined his kid's life. I already, like, saved Dennis Rodman's life recently that like uh that night Dennis Rodman was gonna kill himself at the palace like he showed up for some reason at like I think it was early in the morning too I'd be pissed though if my dad saved somebody else's life but you're still a shitty father (laughs) yeah (laughs) kids meet your new brother Dennis (laughs) he adopted him leave me alone I need to find an argyle tie to go with the paisley laser I love that video. Uh, I sent that to you, right? Of Kevin Garnett just tearing him apart for the outfit he's wearing. Um. Oh, I, I think I was at work or doing something when you sent me that. I haven't seen it yet, but oh, I do have it. Damn. 
I said I showed you, right? You did, yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> just like a just a notoriously bad or you know great dresser, depending oh, on how you view it. The um, out, oh the outfit he was wearing in this video just gets worse. When we're not recording, I'll, I'll pop it on, but it just gets worse every aspect of it they show. And at one point, Kevin Garnett's like, "Yeah, you gotta burn this." And I mean everything. Like, <laughs> so when you're done, you should be butt ass naked. <laughs> I feel like that occupies the same space as making like a universally hated movie. Like, I think if you dress that badly, it can kind of turn around on like, bro. Like nobody's dressing this atrociously. Like that's me. Like you have you don't have shit on that. Like, I feel I really bad. I've just been sitting in front of this food this whole time. But... <laughs> I'm have, busy, huh? Have you heard of Kerwin, Kerwin Frost or Kerwin Frost? One of them. Um, no, he is cool with like, sort of like the ASAP Rocky and that kind of like scene where he's just like a fashion kind of person. But oh, okay, he is the like no exaggeration. He's the the worst dresser I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Like his outfits to me are are terrible. Like, um, like yeah. <laughs> You know what? You guys keep talking. I'll I'll pull up. I'll okay. pull up some outfits. Um, and it can just be anyone. It doesn't even have to be anyone in specific. I think um, I'm trying to think of bad dressers. I've always felt conflicted about the members of Dive. Oh yeah, the well, they look shoe games band. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me look at the shoes. Croc <laughs> boots or are those like yeah, those are boots. I don't I don't even fucking know. Um, but it ASAP Rocky hangs out with that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and like when you think it can't get any worse, <laughs> it does. You know, like I actually am kind of fascinated by what that hat. What is? I don't know. It looks like an ice cream. Like that's I, crazy. Yeah, his shit is just so outlandish that it's almost like this has to be some sort of like very elaborate joke, right? But it's not. Where do you buy something like that? Um, a pool supply store like, <laughs> where you get like pool noodles yeah <laughs> that's insane you know no <laughs> what? <laughs> what the the hat is he, what size is that hat I, it's the biggest fitted hat probably in existence he looks like it's a child like, in his father's clothes at that size it's just got a balance on his head <laughs> wow i mean What's going on? What was that? It <laughs> looks like Sonic the Hedgehog or some shit. I really don't even know. Are those Cyruses? Oh, they might be. Boundary pushing, really. I never thought someone could dress yeah, like that, but lo and behold. Crazy. Yeah, Ker- Kerwin Frost is kind of a menace. Um, <laughs> I'm follow him on Instagram for sure. I got to know what he's wearing every day. <laughs> if you, if you, any of you want to know what we're talking about, just look up um, Kerwin Frost on Instagram and look at just any picture. Literally anyone. <laughs> wow. Well, I have no words, no more words after seeing that guy. So, um, thank you guys for being on the show. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Filling in. And uh, I don't know. You got anything? Uh, what do you got to say? I think it's a tragedy that John Lennon was shot in 1980 and never got to hear everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Do you guys have anything to plug? Anything you would like to uh, to mention? No, like real depressing plugs at the moment. But at uh, Covier was taken on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to keep up with music shit I'm doing, um, 
got a few things in the works, so I have posts on that soon. Yeah. Um, for me, just follow me on Instagram. Um, at Proxima Ray, P R O X I M O R E Y. Um, that's me on Twitter too. Um, I don't know. You don't care about what I have to say, but I tweet about math rock and other shit sometimes. So, yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Giraffes, giraffes. Is that a math rock band? It is. I remember them. John Lennon never got to hear them either. Yeah, he also never got to hear, um, Sexy and I Know It, which is, uh, I think you would have <laughs> liked that one. <laughs> He would have liked Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. He would have loved it. He probably would have been a member of LMFAO. If You Leave, he would have loved that song. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can go on and on about songs I know for a fact John Lennon would love. <laughs> Too Sexy 